This is Rita Cosby. A very powerful report coming from our guest now saying that the Biden White House did indeed facilitate DOJ's criminal probe against President Trump, contrary to what the White House has been saying all along. And joining us now is the founder of Just the News, the great investigative journalist, John Solomon. Um, John, uh, this is a blockbuster, this report of yours. Tell us again what you discovered, because it definitely conflicts with what the Biden White House has been saying. They've been pretending like they don't know anything about the raid or the investigation of President Trump. Yeah, that's right. I mean, when the raid occurred, uh, they said that they, uh, they they weren't in the loop. They didn't know about it. But it turns out months before uh, the raid occurred, at the beginning, the instigation point, the ignition point of the criminal investigation of Donald Trump's handling of presidential records and classified materials, the White House was directly involved with the Justice Department, the FBI, in doing multiple things. First, they gave permission for the National Archives to give Donald Trump's collected materials, the materials that Donald Trump himself sent back in February, to the, uh, to the FBI and the Justice Department as part of a criminal investigation. Uh, then, they, um, as the Justice Department was ramping up and getting close to starting a grand jury investigation, which started in mid-May, the uh, president, uh, through his uh, counsel's office, the White House counsel's office, President Biden, gave permission to tell the archives, you can waive President Trump's claims of executive privilege. That short-circuited the FBI and the Justice Department having to go to court and, and try to pierce the privilege that Donald Trump might claim. Instead, Joe Biden just eviscerated the privilege and said, you can have at the documents. And then within a couple of days of that decision being made, a grand jury was convened. Within a few weeks of that, a grand jury subpoena was served upon the president of the United States. And within a couple of months of that, a search warrant was searched. Joe Biden and his White House counsel's office and his White House are directly involved at the ignition point of this criminal investigation. Now, that is fascinating on so many levels, John Solomon. Um, and what I'm going to do is, if it's okay with you, John, I'm going to hold you over. We've got uh, we've got a break here, and I want to get – I have so many questions for you because I know our listeners are curious as to sort of how Biden could waive that privilege. Um, and also, uh, this certainly opens the door because this White House has contended uh, that they knew – Nothing that they had nothing to do that. Boy, this just kind of came out of the clear blue sky. And I don't think anybody in America believed that, including President Biden. Um, But we're going to talk about that after the break. More with the great investigative journalist John Solomon connecting the dots to the Biden White House leading to the raid against President Trump. Rita Cosby is on. And in tonight's Back the Blue, a sad story coming out of Oklahoma County, Oklahoma, where a deputy has died and another was injured after a suspect opened fire Monday afternoon in an Oklahoma City neighborhood. Officers then took the suspect into custody. Shortly after 1.15 p.m., three deputies were serving an eviction notice at a home. And during the interaction, the suspect suddenly opened fire, hitting two deputies. At least one deputy returned fire. But the suspect then left the scene in a pickup truck towing a boat. 
Oklahoma City Police said that officers found the vehicle a short time later. They engaged in a pursuit that continued on to Interstate 35 and then Interstate 40. Authorities said that the suspect and officers exchanged gunfire during the pursuit, which ultimately ended up at the main gate of Tinker Air Force Base. Uh, so sad to hear about this deputy who died and another one who is recovering at this hour at a hospital. And, of course, our thoughts and prayers are always with the men and women in blue because, boy, is their job so difficult. Well, we are talking about President Trump and now in the last few hours his team filing for an independent master, basically called a special master. It's an independent person um, to be able to review the documents that were taken out of Mar-a-Lago because they say we can't really trust that an independent party is looking at it. They went in and they took everything, including the passports and who knows what else. And right now, President Trump says it looks like there is bias, clearly. And I think a lot of people feel that way. So now this comes on the heels of a blockbuster report by our guest who we're going to continue with now, John Solomon, the great investigative journalist who uncovered some documents that show that the Biden White House basically paved the way for this investigation and raid of President Trump. Uh, And not just by general sweeping actions, but by actions directly related to President Trump. Uh, And we continue now with the great investigative journalist, John Solomon. John, thanks for staying with us. Um, I want to ask you, you reported that there are, first off, a couple different things. One is that um, that President Biden, according to documents you have, basically waived executive privilege of what the National Archives documents, in other words, saying you guys can take a look at it. Uh, Trump can't keep it to himself, claiming executive privilege because they were in their possession at that moment. Right. Is that what you're saying? So, in other words, at that time, it would have been Biden's possession. Correct. Yeah, the argument is that the current president, this is the argument that the, the um, Biden White House made in these documents that I've made public and put, put into the story today, that, um, that the current president has the right to waive the executive privilege of a past president, even though the advice was given to that prior president and the privilege existed when he was in office. Biden believes he can waive Trump's privilege, or for that matter, Obama's privilege, or, or anyone before him. And I think that that is an open issue. I talked to Alan Dershowitz tonight, who said, listen, this is really an unresolved question in the law. There are some hints of uh, one way or the other in some of the Watergate rulings, but it wasn't resolved. And there are some lower-level court rulings, but they haven't really gotten to the Supreme Court on this issue. And so the fact that Biden did it so easily, rather than let the Justice Department go to court and fight its own battle, I think has a lot of people concerned tonight. Now that they've seen these memos and they've been able to read the language in them, uh, it's clear now that Biden short-circuited the process for the FBI, made it easier for the FBI to go after the man he defeated in the 2020 election and many expect will be facing again in the 2024 election. You know what's stunning? Um, Based on that reporting, John, that means that any current president could go back at some other documents and say, oh, well, uh, what Woodrow Wilson made, uh, you know, uh, made executive privilege is now uh, not executive privilege. I mean, if that's the case, just think about what kind of a can of worms that almost seems inconceivable. Well, think about Democrats one day. Joe Biden's not going to be in office forever. The next Republican president could potentially unseal all of the documents of Joe Biden dealing with his son in Ukraine back when he was vice president in 2013 and 14, when the scandal that we became known as Burisma was there. 
this opens a Pandora's box, and it's exactly why people like Alan Dershowitz and other lawyers are raising concerns that this is what may have been a hasty decision that has a boomerang effect on, on future and past presidents. And so uh, the fact that the Biden White House got so deeply involved at the beginning of the origins of this case, I think, is the new fact that we're all going to have to absorb. Do we really want to live in a country where the current president gets to launch the investigation against the former president uh, using the resources of the Justice Department and waiving the potential legal defenses? And I know how Democrats answered this, because in 2019, when President Trump suggested to Ukraine they investigate Hunter Biden's um, uh, conduct. Remember what was said about the sitting president then. Democrats impeached him, saying this was an abuse of power to even think about investigating uh, uh, the presidential candidate who would, would be challenging him in 2020. So Democrats took the opposite side of this debate just a few short years ago. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. It was like, wait a minute, how could he be even considering that? And yet what you're saying is explosive. Also, John Selman, your new information and I want to have you repeat it again because I thought this other aspect was so powerful that they basically gave those National Archive documents to the FBI, right, which they were supposed to – the yeah. Trump team was giving it back um, in right. good faith, it sounds like, from all accounts, what we've heard from the Trump team and other reports, basically giving it back to the F, you know, to the National Archives. Here, you guys can have them, you know, and then then suddenly – uh, Biden basically said, no, 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 we're going to give them actually to the FBI instead. That certainly sounds like uh, trying to jumpstart a criminal investigation. Yeah, and the, and the FBI makes the request of the White House. It's very interesting to see. We, we saw this sort of uh, Democrats with the FBI, with the media and the Democrats in Congress all colluding together during the Russia case. And now you see it again. You see a National Archives, some bureaucrats at the National Archives, some bureaucrats at the Justice Department working together with the Democratic White House and the White House Counsel for Joe Biden, trying to uh, start a criminal investigation. At the beginning, when the, the National Archives got these 15 boxes of records back in February of 2022, uh, it was clear to the Trump people they thought they were dealing with administrative oversight. Little did they know that on the other side of the fence, they were thinking criminal, nearly out of the bat, way before we had any sense that this was a criminal investigation. The Biden White House, the Justice Department, the FBI, the National Archives were thinking this was going criminal. And I think that's going to shock people when they see the timeline. We added into it. And the grand jury investigation begins two days after the National Archives informs President Trump's lawyers that they have waived his privilege. So that opened the door for the grand jury investigation to get off to a running start. Uh, and Joe Biden's and his team are right in the middle of that entire dynamic. Wow. So two days after, that's when it starts. That is really stunning. And for them to act like they don't know anything. Uh, what's your reaction to the fact that the Biden White House continues to say, oh, we had no idea of this investigation. We had no idea of the raid. We like, you know, Sergeant Schultz, I know nothing kind of thing. What's, what's your reaction? Well, listen, they, they portrayed this as having followed the book, right? We did this the right way. We don't do it the way Donald Trump does it. Now, all of a sudden, the very same illusion, the very same allegations that dogged Donald Trump on Ukraine are now going to be facing the Biden administration. They were trying to get the FBI to investigate their rival. They took away their rival's best legal defense, executive privilege, not even allow them to fight it out in the courts. Um, I think it's those sort of 
uh, moments that people are going to begin to absorb tonight. And there's a lot more facts to be had. We're at the beginning stage of understanding what really went on here. But it wasn't the nice little neat story that Merrick Garland gave us. It's not the nice little neat story that the White House press secretary gave us. This is a much more complicated story of the Biden White House being at the ignition point of this investigation and facilitating it and in, in doing something that at least some legal experts think is questionable, waiving the executive privilege of a former president. And by the way, don't you think the Trump team should use that? I mean, in their request, they're asking for an independent master, a special master independent party uh, to look at the documents uh, because they don't feel that it is an independent party on the DOJ FBI side. Um, don't you think they should be using this kind of information to show, hey, look, you know, you've got the same folks with the Russia collusion hoax. Now we've got uh, this great reporting by you, John Solomon. I mean, if I were the Trump team, I would say this shows a pattern here. Yeah, listen, there's no doubt that this will be absorbed by not only the Trump lawyers, but members of Congress. Jim Jordan reacted to this tonight saying, you know, this is very troubling. This is not only bad for future and past presidents, uh, it's bad for the perception that the guy in office felt comfortable uh, uh, using a criminal investigation to go after his rival. He could have just left the Justice Department and FBI to go its own way, right? That's all they had to do. They could have gone to court. They could have fought it out. The president could have gone to court, contested the grand jury subpoena. Uh, Joe Biden gives his Justice Department a low bar, easy entry into getting Donald Trump or going after Donald Trump. That's going to trouble members of Congress, the defense team. I think we're at the beginning of a very long process of of discovery now of what really went on. And, um, John, before I let you go, a lot of my callers always ask, um, is it true that a president can just automatically sort of declassify things? I want to have you repeat what you said, because I know you've talked to many constitutional scholars that indeed that is the case. It's, it, it, there's a great latitude to the president. It says so in the executive orders that President Obama and President Bush signed back in 03 and 09, respectively. Uh, but it, it's an unresolved question, right? At some point, the courts are going to have to take a look and say what, what Donald Trump says. Donald Trump says, I had a standing order that when I took documents from the Oval Office to the White House, they were declassified if they were in a classified state. Will he be able to show how that worked? Will he be able to convince the court that that was a a lawful exercise of his very broad discretion to do what he needed to do to declassify documents? We don't know yet, but we certainly know what the president's story now is for the first time, what his claim is. And I think as this winds its way through the courts, we're going to find out uh, exactly how the courts rule. And I suspect this is one of these cases that may very well end up in the Supreme Court. Yeah, I would not be surprised at all. John Solomon, great reporting. Check out his story. Again, it's on justthenews.com, uh, this big blockbuster here tonight. Thanks so much, John. Always great to have you on, John. Thanks so much. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.